0: From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Once Upon a Time. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Once Upon a Time news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Once Upon a Time.
1: Welcome, this is J- Jason Parsley with AfterBuzz TV, your host for tonight's show, Once Upon a Time. Here with me is...
2: Married at Seven. Hey guys,
1: she got zealous there. <laughs> Michael Rothner from Hollywood.com, and this is Jason Parsley with from South Florida Gay News. We're gonna jump right into the summary tonight. Um, I'm happy to say that the ratings for last week's show were very strong, so hopefully this won't be canceled in <laughs> four episodes, as our last show, Charlie's Angels, was. Um, so summary starts with Emma. She's in um, Storybrooke, and it shows all around town. Everyone is amazed because the clock um, starts again. Apparently, the clock's been stuck at what, what was, it, 8 or, was 8 p.m. or something. I think it was 8.15, and
2: then it went to 8.16, and now it's moving
1: like completely yeah. eight, It was 8.15, and now it's moving um, just like normal and just like Henry, um, Emma's biological son, said it would. They need her to break the curse, and so time is moving again in Storybrooke. Um, First, we start with Regina, who is the evil queen. She brings an apple to Emma, uh, and if you remember this, um, the fairy tale Snow White and Seven Dwarves, that's how the witch tries to kill um, Snow White. First, she brings her an apple, a poisoned apple. And Regina basically threatens Emma, says you have no idea what I'm capable of, wants her to leave, uh, leave Storybrooke for good. And then she moves on. We move to a flashback. Uh, we see the Evil Queen talking to her mirror mirror on the wall. And I don't. We didn't see the mirror mirror on the wall last time, did we?
2: No, uh, no, no. I didn't get his name, but he's a he's a he's an actor uh, in a couple of other shows. I think he was in Bones. He's he's, like, he's kind of a, 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 a character actor. But yeah, he comes in now. We, I think we might have saw him as the mirror, but they, he made a much more prevalent role. It's kind of like a spineless person doing her every bidding, that kind of thing. Yeah, I hope we see more of him. I like the mirror. Okay. Uh, I'll pick up where Jason left off a little bit. Um, so uh, the curse obviously plays a prevalent role in this week's episode, which is kind of cool, the flashback shows how it came about. So it shows that, obviously, the, the queen went to see, I guess, her only friend, who's another kind of an evil queen, Malnificent, Kristen Bauer from True Blood. So we get some juicy information from that meeting. Malnificent is um, the wicked fairy
1: from the Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. So that's, um, actually, she's had a couple names. I think in the original fairy tale there wasn't a name it was just wicked fairy if you notice all the fairy tales evil queen wicked fairy they're not very good um naming these characters and so they have um we find out that the, that's the evil queen's only friend which is the wicked fairy a
2: trade, which is kind of cool i, I was saying that they, they bring up i guess it's like they trade curses <laughs> which is kind of cool and they got, I don't know, there's, there's, the, you can tell it's very lost like, which is cool because the backgrounds are going to get very cool. Or Sorry, I used to cool too much, but um, very, I have a cold, so you can tell. The, the backgrounds are going to be very interesting because they talk about, I'll let you breathe, I don't want to spoil all the fun uh, with the Wicked cre- the, the Queen's background. Yeah, well, the Evil Queen.
1: And now the Wicked Fairy, they're together. They're talking about trading curses. I think I guess the Snow... <clears throat> she got the Sleeping Curse from the Wicked Fairy. And the Sleeping is at the end of the fairy tale, Snow White and Seven Dwarves. The um, Snow White is asleep, and Prince Charming kisses her, brings her back to life. And actually, she makes a, um, a funny comment. The Evil Queen says, yeah... You gave me your curse, but yeah, that it was broken with it was broken with one kiss, so big deal uh, the, but the wicked fairy does not want to give so um, the evil queen the curse back, the dark court curse, so they have like this this witch fight,
2: which was I thought was oh, wait, done very well that, before that before that she mentions you know when she 's trying to get it back from her, she mentions the uh, wh- you know why. She wants to get it back. I guess the Evil Queen lost someone because of Snow White. Maybe her love. We, we don't know. But this is cool. This is where it gets really interesting because, and I use the word cool again. I, I call myself out. There could be some. I mean, this is where they start to add to like the history of fairy tales. It, I think. unless this is. In, I've never heard of this before. This is. You start. You start to feel a little sorry for the Queen. Maybe she lost someone too. Well, yeah, they they did. then that's a reoccurring theme all through
1: the episode is the evil queen loved someone and lost them. Now she says, because of Snow White, obviously later on, we'll see if that's true or not, or how true that is. But I guess what I'm assuming now is someone died. Maybe her, the love of her life died, or perhaps the love of her life is Prince Charming. Who knows at this point? So the Wicked Fairy actually suggests her she get a pet to compensate for that lost mm-hmm. love, and the Evil Queen doesn't go for it. However, the Wicked Fairy did get a pet, a little pony. I so think cute. It was a really cute pony. And later on, as they're fighting, she, the, the Evil Queen tries to kill the pony. And, of course, the Wicked Fairy protects the pony, and that's when the Evil Queen says, Love is a weakness. And then the wicked fairy says, All power comes with a price.
2: Like Spider Man.
1: And a void and says if you release this dark curse, you'll have a void inside you that will never ever be able to fulfill. And at that point, the Avaquil doesn't care. She wants her curse and she wants it back at all costs. So once she gets the curse back, she gathers all the evil witches and evil people from all the different fairy tales. That was and cool too. Did you guys recognize any of them?
2: There was. I saw the blind blind person. Actually, Meredith helped me out. That's the witch from Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. The giant, the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. I noticed. Who was the leprechaun? I don't know. Where is that even from? I know. Isn't there a story where the leprechaun they like they find the pot the like yeah, the pot of gold and it says like but he wasn't evil. No, I think it was like don't take me pot. I I'm not even thinking of the movie. I'm thinking, but it's like the movie leprechaun. He's a evil little leprechaun Something where like it's a greedy leprechaun and won't give his pot of gold and like there's a like a gameplay to get it i don't i'm like i'm killing the, the the story we'll have to look it up but i think it's kind of a cool story like about like the leprechaun maybe, th- maybe three wishes I-, I have no idea but anyway the leprechaun laughs at the evil queen and
1: that's a big no no you don't mock her so she turns into stone and right when that happens it um, transitions back into the real world, and the stone leprechaun happens to be in the evil queen's um, garden. so I thought that was cute. Um, then we meet the, the, I guess the editor of the local newspaper who, the called the mirror <laughs> oh i didn 't even catch that the
2: mirror, on the, the mirror
1: on the wall. And of course, the newspaper editor is in the evil queen 's back pocket, as most of the people at the, in the town are. Then we see Henry, who par- propositions uh, Emma to uh, – calls it Operation Cobra to, I guess, unravel the curse.
2: Did you notice – okay, before that happened, not a main point, but I figured you of all people would definitely notice this because I know you love the sheriff and he's, he's hot. Did he lose his accent? Did you notice that? I mean towards the end there's a little bit, but I think it, it... – At the dinner, I think uh, his accent kind of dwindled. And I also noticed that he looks a lot like Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl, but like an older version. Just insi- just some ch- some dynamite insight from Mike Ruffin for you. Gotcha.
1: So we have to wrap up the summary pretty All quick right. here. So we're going to move along a little bit quicker. Okay. So next up is... Henry has the fairy tale book, and there's some missing pages out of the fairy tale book. That, in the so the evil queen flipping to the book wants to know where the hell these missing pages are. Henry says, "I don't know." Um, apparently, the missing pages actually tell the story of Emma and Henry, and that's why Henry took them out. So then we move on to the doctor, the psychiatrist, Henry's psychiatrist, who is also Jiminy Cricket.
2: His name is
1: Doctor Hopper. Doctor <laughs> Hopper. How funny is that? And Dr. Hopper gives Emma um, the files, Henry's files, which is a huge no-no. And at first I'm thinking, how, would that, how would that ever happen? That's like a huge breach of ethics. Um, well, we learn that actually he's later setting Emma up. He calls the police, says they, the, the files have been stolen. The sheriff then arrests Emma. And we learn that the doctor is a double agent and is also in the back pocket of the queen as most people are. Then Regina, the evil queen, we find out um, actually got the curse because now we switch back to the fairy tale world. The curse isn't working. She released the curse, didn't work. We don't know what happened. The wicked fairy tells her that you need to go to the source of the curse. Where did you find out the curse? Where did you get the curse from? Turns out Rumpelstiltskin gave her the curse. And he... In order to tell her how it works, he demands that in this new land, he be given whatever he wants. He be given comfort. And every request of his needs to be fulfilled as long as he says, please. And the queen just laughs because she's like, you're not going to know who the hell you are. So how are you going to request anything from me? And he says, well, it shouldn't be a big deal then. So she agrees, and as we're finding out, any deal you make with Rumpelstiltskin is layered, layered, and comes back to haunt you, it doesn't matter who it is. And I find it interesting. Rumpelstiltskin is not, neither good nor bad. He's just like a free agent who is, all he cares about is himself.
2: We get into this later on in our segment, too, with Emma.
1: So then we uh, move on to, what's next? Um, oh, the evil queen. And says to activate the curse, the evil queen has to kill something she loves.
2: Burn the heart, right? And
1: I guess, yeah, burn the heart of the person she loves. So we, she goes back home to her castle, and her butler, who also happens to be her father... We learn that's the one person she loves most in the world, and in order to activate the curse, she has to rip out the heart of her father. And this is actually interesting because we find out the evil queen at that point really does have a heart, and I found it like she's not just one-dimensional. She, She's so consumed with this revenge and getting revenge that she can't think of anything else, and it, it consumes her life, and she wants to be happy, and she can't be happy. Until Snow White is pays for her treachery, I guess. So, real quick, she rips out, her, she makes the choice, rips out her um, father's heart, activates the curse, and at the end of the episode, Emma's about to leave, and Snow White in the real world, who, what's, uh, forget her name. Uh, Gen- uh, Jennifer Goodwin? No, no, her real life name. Oh, oh, um, like Mary world name. Mary Margaret Blanchard or something? Yeah, Mary, okay, Mary Margaret. So Mary Margaret convinces her to stay, and then, um, all is right in the
2: real world Ooh. at that point. Well, at the end, we find out the dad's name is, guess what, Henry. Yes. And so the kid was named after the dad, who's, you know, the evil queen's dad, who she ripped his heart out, and... Like most women do, they rip your heart out, but
1: okay. oh, and and also at the very end of the episode, Rubble Silskin, who is Mr. Gold in the, you know our world, comes to the evil Queen and kind of is threatening a little bit and what says, what does he want? He wants
2: what does he want?
1: I forget what he wants, but he basically says at the very end, please. And, she, okay.
2: and her eyes are. Oh, he just like wants her cause she, she's like threatening. He goes, uh, "Get out of my way" or something. And she, oh, goes, oh, wait. wait. Goes, okay.
1: We learned that actually, Mister Gold is the one that found Henry for the Evil Queen. Oh uh, yeah. Found Henry, and so now uh, we don't know why she found we he found Henry for her, but he knows a lot more than he's letting on. And I think, well, I'll get to that later. Um, so at the very end, he says, "Please get out of my way." And her her eyes kind of get bigger and she realizes that she has to do what he says. And so that's our summary for this evening. Now we're going to move right on to our special segment with Mike Rothman.
2: So, uh, had the, had the privilege of interviewing Jennifer Morrison and the Swan, uh, this week who is obviously the star of once upon a time or one of the stars. And it was, it was good. It was good. Um, a lot of the stuff is, is old news now because it was before the second episode. We did get a chance to talk about, obviously, the Queen does know, which... Did they make it as obvious as it... Well, I was under the impression that she knew that... Um, I'm, not Emma. Not Emma. Oh, she she doesn't, she doesn't know that Emma's uh, the, the daughter of Snow White. Right, and I was that's what I was thinking, that she absolutely knew Emma was the daughter. So it was interesting because Jennifer did give us some insight, um, that not just the queen. She talked about Rumpel. It's, it's going to be complicated, and he's going to be... You're not going to know if he's... And, and, and by the way, Jennifer, I appreciate the interview, but um, you're not going to know if he's good or bad for a long time, and it's purposely done that way, is what she said. I don't think he is good or
1: bad. I think he's just... A free agent, just a shark. Yeah, out for himself. But I, I, you realize that Skilson never told um, the Evil Queen what would break the curse. I mean, she, he said the child could, yeah. but didn't really go into too many details.
2: So we talked about that, um, really It was about like five minute interview. She also talked about how it was nice to get, she had to look up Rumpelstiltskin, which I thought was, was, was interesting. So did I, a lot. She said there's a lot of, you know, different versions, which Meredith touched on last week about the different versions, but it was, it was interesting because she just seems just like us, like as far as she's, she's just as interested in in all the the fairy tales and, you know, it was, it was a good, uh, chat. And she really kind of illuminated a lot of the the questions, even though there's going to be more to come. So, we will have to do the interview again sometime soon. I'm just glad that the ratings are really strong
1: for this show. Um, they were beat the expectations, so that's always a good thing. We'll see how the ratings stand up for episode two. I'm excited about that. And as we mentioned last week, another fairy tale show started um, this past Friday called Grimm. That also actually beat expectations. Yeah. The ratings. So I guess both fairy tales may
2: have a happy ending. I think if you can tie in, you know, childhood things that we were so like in awe of, and put a little modern day spin on, you can't go wrong. I think, and then I I like the spin where no, you can go wrong. Uh, you can, I've uh, seen shows, many shows, go way wrong. For once, I'd like. To, I was trying to be positive, but okay. But no, I I just think I, I like the additions. I talked about the queen, you know, losing someone, and they're keeping us interested because all I want to know now is who's this guy that she lost, and then. I want to know more about Rumpelstiltskin, and you really just keep want to know more, which is just like Lost. Even though you, you can, it's hard to find the connections to it, but it keeps you, you know, thinking, what's next? What's next? I, I definitely think it's Lost.
1: In, with fairy tales, I mean it, it's the exact replica of Lost, and which I'm excited. I love Lost.
2: Every time they answer a question, you had they they spring up four more. So it's really interesting. It's almost like a drug. Every time you watch a show, you're like, what's next? Like that, you just can't wait till the next episode. And they
1: drop little eggs, like little hidden eggs, throughout every episode. So it's interesting. Like you know, I didn't catch
2: the newspaper. It's called the Mirror. So so many things that I'm sure I know we had to speed up, but there's so many things that I'm sure you caught and Meredith caught that I missed. The the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. Meredith caught. I didn't catch that, and I was I was trying to. Figure out who they were and it's almost like if, if you have the time I'd love to go back and pause and, and look at some of the stills to see oh I, I see that I see that the you know things like that but
1: exactly so that wraps up our special segment we're going to move on to
2: predictions
0: and now your AfterBuzz TV predictions
2: Okay, predictions.
1: I predict that the, the the show won't be canceled in four episodes. I, I do. I love that. Uh, no, but I, I actually I predict that is definitely knows more than he's letting on to. I, I think we'll find out later that he actually does know everything that's happening and the way he'll spin it is, I created
2: the curse. Duh. Yeah. I, I think after speaking with Jennifer, and by the way, you can check out the interview at Hollywood.com, but um, nice little plug there. But I think after what she said, that she said that, you know, one week he's on your side, one week he's off your side. I think he's going to kind of screw over or mess over Emma and Henry at some point. And it's going to be like one of those things like, I thought he was here to help us. And you'll see, it'll be like, whoa. And he's, I mean, he's a really awesome character. So I can't wait to see what else happens with that. I actually want to see the witch from Sleeping Beauty because it seems like she was at one point friends with, um... The, the evil witch, which is why she said she didn't kill her, which I actually thought the heart when they were around the bonfire with yeah, all the, yeah. was her heart. It turned out to be her horses. But anyways, I would love to see more of the Sleeping Beauty witch.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I, now, we didn't, did they show her in the, the real world, our world? No. The Wicked Fairy? Yeah. I guarantee she'll probably be introduced yeah.
2: then. I want to see more about the dad, too. And, like, yeah. I feel like... Dad's dad. I feel like it's kind of a spinoff of Wicked maybe they'll, we'll find out that maybe she's not all bad, which I'm really, I mean, there's so many things that we want to see. That's funny. Cause I got that
1: exact impression tonight. And I'm like, this is sort of like wicked where not all that meets the eye. Yeah.
2: And she shed a tear. Finally. She yeah, had a couple of tears. She did. And then she got her father's heart, but okay. Like Indiana Jones style, the karate guy or whatever.
1: And that wraps up our show tonight.